0: Hello, and welcome to the Home for Anime. I am your host, GPC, great podcaster Cali, and I would like to welcome you back to the celebration of Kyoto Animation, also known as Volume 4. So today is actually pretty special. Um, it's part two of a two-parter that I didn't think was actually going to be a two-parter. Uh, the first part was a Tea Room episode for Tomoko Market, but... This time, we're just doing a general conversation of Tomoko Love Story. And when I say we're, of course, I'm talking about myself and my friend Miles. How are you, man?
1: Hey, thank you for having me back. And uh, it's going well. I also didn't expect this to be a two-parter, but uh, here we are. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like
0: I, it's like I knew it was going to be like an episode on Tomoko Love Story, but I, was, I didn't know how it was going to go, who was going to be there. But I'm, I'm glad that we were able to get this set up.
1: Yeah, this worked out really nicely. And uh, it's it's perfect because the first one was a lot more structured. Now this one will be more freeform. Like, because honestly, there's a lot that I think we could talk about for this, for Tamako Love Story. Uh, yes. I think we could start in so many places. Um, where did you want to start since you're the one, you're, you were the great host here?
0: So there were two big things that I wanted to talk about. The first being the synopsis, which is literally. Tamako is in her senior year of high school. Uh, Mochizo is planning on going to college in Tokyo, and he's also trying to figure out how to tell Tamako how he feels that he's madly in love with her. And then he does it, and things just kind of take off from there. Like there's this whole thing of, of course, love, but also what what to do in the future. What what's your purpose? is in trying to figure that out at such a young age because for Tamako, it's literally mochi. Like, it's always right. been mochi. And the second thing, now that the synopsis is out of the way, I mean, it's a very basic synopsis, but other than that, um, I was crying, like, the last 30 <laughs> minutes of the film and then 10 minutes after that. So, oh, yeah, me
1: too. Yeah, every time. Just so me every time.
0: It, I, I, you know how much I love violet evergarden i mean you do too um oh yeah and of course Absolutely. you know violet evergarden the movie but you said something and i really had to think about it while i was watching this movie you said this is probably the greatest love story movie like the greatest romance movie
1: teen romance movie teen romance uh, movie i i specifically, have to agree yeah uh for teen romance this is Absolutely Now, granted, uh, I could probably count on one hand the amount of teen romance films that I've seen, but amongst those, this is this far outclasses all of them uh, for sure. And like it, it, it is. It does it in such like a a really interesting way because there's so many components that make it such a good thing. Which and these components kind of lend themselves towards what you had asked me when we were chatting a little bit before which was like wh- why does this make me cry so much like yeah <laughs> it, it's because it's a very like intense and emotional film and yet it's not really that intense or that emotional when you kind of zoom out big picture right I,
0: it's more so sweet
1: yes absolutely Even oh, it's one more, other key thing oh, go ahead Sorry. Uh, one other key thing about the synopsis is that Dera-chan and um uh oh my god I forgot her name all the, all of a sudden um the uh the the girl who shows up from the island um, yeah 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 uh well, I'll get her name in a second and uh, but Dera is not here anymore he has left along right. with the girl right. so now whereas the series was like kind of revolved a bit more around Dera and like Tamako and Mochizo Tamako was kind of on the side. The film is all about Tamako and Mochizo and mm. their love with each other. Um, yeah, it's,
0: it's certainly more grounded.
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. There's no talking bird, you know. From, For most of it. Oh, yeah, that's true. There is a what, like show ten, up. He's like 10 seconds in the film or something like that. Yeah, mm. that's right. But aside from that, okay, yeah, you know. Yeah. The rest of it's grounded in, yes. in reality, I would say. Yes. Um, but yeah, I think to start with, let's just start there, because I think that's a really great place to start. One of the things that this film does so incredibly well that not only makes it one of the best teen romance films I've ever seen, it is a really well put together film, very thoughtfully crafted. Because every single thing about the film, every single reference, every single decision that was made is all funneling you, the viewer, the audience, into this this world of the love that Mochizo has for Tamako. And conversely, the love that Tamako comes to understand for Mochizo. Um, And not a lot of films do that so well. And when I mean everything, I genuinely believe literally every decision. So like there's a couple of songs uh that that um (laughs) that that Coffee Master, you know, I don't think he actually gets a name, but uh there's a couple songs that he plays, and I'm sure I wish I could find the names of those songs, but I'm willing to bet you that they are related to either anxiety about the future or about um, Young love, And I think those two go hand in hand. For Did sure. You...
0: the Everything that you just said, there's literally only one person who could even do something like that. Right. <laughs> and that, of course, is our favorite, well, one of my favorite directors, fr- probably her and Yuasa are neck and neck for my favorite director, but Naoko Yamada. Yamada-san yes. is the queen of emotionally driven stories
1: yes and also interestingly this comes i believe it was the project after kaon so yes. kaon was a giant success and then kyoani basically told uh Naoko yamada san they basically told her to my understanding make a series you got 12 episodes and it can be about whatever you want so it really? was all now, actually, there might be, you know, I might be putting my foot in my mouth. Just as I said that, I don't know if there's a manga for this. I think it is actually original content. Uh, and one of, Yeah, well... <laughs> Live we'll we'll fact check ourselves. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> and if I have my foot in my mouth, then you know what? It will make for entertainment, I think, at the end of the day. It was um, an original
0: series that got a light novel part way through its uh well after actually after it
1: finished airing the show. Oh, there we go. Okay. So yeah, this was an original story, uh and so she had so much freedom with this. And in the series, you know, she crafts something really special honestly like it's it's well put together um yeah there are some flaws but like you overlook them because they're pretty minor if you mm-hmm. ask me um like sometimes Deda's character is a little bit overbearing but you know that's more of a question of taste but with the film that's where she really like the Kon movie was her like you know kind of opening and drying her wings out after her metamorphosis of creating of creating the second season of Kaon. Then mm-hmm. Tamako's love story is really where she flew in the sky. Yes. I
0: so. uh, has not uh gone onto my radar yet. I've yet to watch Kon for this series, but I have watched I'm pretty sure she was a part of Hibike Euphonium. Yes. Uh, and she, she definitely Liz and the Bluebird. directed Liz and the Bluebird, which masterpiece. Uh masterpiece. She's directed my favorite anime film, probably my favorite film ever, A Silent Voice. Yes. And she directed uh, Heike Monogatari. So she, she mm-hmm. just, she does not miss.
1: She, she, ha- no, she doesn't. And like she's only becoming more refined in her style. And Tamako Love Story because that came before A Silent Voice and and was uh, uh, in the Bluebird. The Bluebird. Mm-hmm. So, Tamako Love Story, I think, is really where she kind of coalesced all that she learned in k and really, like, pushed her own boundaries. That's where um, she,
0: like, that. that's where Naoko Yamada became Naoko Yamada.
1: Yes, I would. Well, k I think is where she became Yamada, but Maka love story is really where like she cemented herself. Well, let me rephrase the... that. It's where oh, Nakayama
0: yeah. yeah. became Nakayama the goat.
1: Yes. I would agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> I I I would I would stand by that statement as well. Um She is
0: amazing. I mean, she she is part of what has made doing the celebration of Kyoto Animation so much fun so far. Oh, yeah.
1: Absolutely. And when you get to K-On, you're going to Season 1, I will say this. We're sidetracking, but I promise we'll get back to Tamako. Um, uh, Sensei, uh, Sensei, forgive her in season one. She's amazing in season two. That's all I'll say there. Um, but and you can cut that if you'd like. So moving on, <laughs> back to Tamako. Um, so with Yamada here, um, I think we can talk about a very specific scene in the film, which really encapsulates everything that Yamada is about. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's the scene where Mochizo finally confesses to Tamako, and they're, like, on the stepping stones on the river next to the bridge. Mm -hmm. Um, Right? And it's sunset. So a few things that Yamada is, like, really, really intense about. One is color palette. So lighting, a lot softer, a lot more orange because it's the setting sun. Right. Kind of sets the, the tone for, like, maybe something a bit more sentimental, something more emotional, Right the colors because of the orange and pinks that are going on in, in the you know in the sunset you have all that reflecting off of their clothes their skin and all that and every all of these things are deliberately chosen tediously like with hours behind said decision of discussion um then moving on past that you have the content of what they say you know you have Tamako being like talking about mochi like the treat and then you have Mochizo talking about are trying to work up the courage to talk to Yamako or Tamako about his love for her, and she holds on to a stone, and later on she drops it when uh, right before uh, Mochizo is going to confess, kind of signally like this is the end of her innocence, like only thinking about Mochi just as Mochi. Now she now this idea of Mochizo enters her head, right? So very thoughtfully crafted there. Um, and then my favorite scene in the whole movie is when she, bewildered, gets up and starts running back home. Yeah, And it's all of those colors yes. that are like watercolor, indefinite shapes. What an incredible way to visually describe, without saying a single word about it, how bewildering, terrifying, beautiful, and emotionally charged first love is, right? Like, so right there, just in that one scene, we get everything that Yamada is about. And it's like, what, maybe I think it's about 5 10-ish minutes long? Less than um, 10 minutes. Less than 10 minutes. And in that, you could, you could honestly design an entire course about film analyzation with just this one scene. It's, this is like, the level of craft that I'm talking about here. And I think that you're referring to as well.
0: Yes. Yes. And I was actually going to point out something about that scene. You, you did a very great job of articulating some of what I was going to say about the, um, the color choices and yes, yes. You you are amazing at that. Thank you. (laughs) Please Um, flatter me more. (laughs) One thing that I really was invested in though, um, there was a point when she was describing Mochi. she wasn't just describing Mochi. that wasn't the only yeah. thing she was thinking about. she was thinking about her mother that and too you think you, what you what you realize throughout this entire film is that she loves Mochi so much because she misses her mother,
1: yes, and this actually segues into the uh the crying parts of this discussion yes Uh...
0: yes because (laughs) she i think she has such a desire to be like her mother because she as she's describing mochi she's thinking about her mother and she's just saying these are the things that i want to be even if it's like just to, to one person and that person is right in front of her. You know, it's Mochizo. Mochizo thinks that right. Atomical is just God's gift to Earth. God's gift to him. I mean it's kind of it's incredible. Um it's that it's like you said, it's that that rush, that first that first love, he he truly treasures his relationship with her, but he he just he loves her so much. And I, I, it, it, there's this, there's a scene in Frozen 2, which I know this is like the weirdest um way to. Oh, I can't on. wait to see. That.
1: Okay. Where are we going?
0: There's this scene in Frozen 2 where Anna tells Elsa, because Elsa said something that was kind of disparaging about herself. And Anna said, When are you going to see yourself the way I see you? and Ooh. i that was all that was playing through my mind when Tamako was talking about mochi and by extension her mother to mochizo. I'm like, this is exactly how Mochizo feels right now, and you can see yeah. that in in his eyes, which that's one thing I love about Kyoto animation you get you can get so much emotion from eyes alone i mean their 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 use of body language like the what is it, Mimesis? Everything that like has to do with their body is like great, but you get so much from just the little things like the little glares in their eyes, the slight twitch of their fingers. It's it's so incredible. So like I love that scene and also the sound design is just incredible because at the end oh, yeah. of that scene that you were talking about, which has so many great elements, even like Tamako not realizing that she's struggling for air after falling into that lake after being confessed to by Mochizo. Like like she like he literally took her breath away. Like she's gasping for yeah. air. But at the end of that sequence, she comes to and she's at her home, and you just hear the dripping of water from her clothes and how she's just like so. Swelter like nothing makes sense, and like you hear that, you hear the door open, you hear her breathing, and then Grandpa's like, "You're you're soaking wet," and all of that, all of those sounds come after you get that intense montage, and excuse me, that intense sequence, and just wow, that is that is one heck of a way to finish a scene by having actual sound effects and one person's voice take over an entire scene so that you can kind of digest what it is that you've just seen but also recognize where this character is at in this moment. And Yamada san throughout this entire film does such a great job of showing where every character is especially midori like
1: oh yes we have to talk about her oh
0: my gosh (laughs) the the self-loathing that midori has for herself because of her love for tamako that is never bluntly expressed you know like she doesn't outright say it but you can just tell
1: it's even worse than that it's worse than that for Midori poor Midori she is like I like I said back in the tea room she's like the salt that brings the cake together Mm -hmm. of the series and in the movie she plays such a brilliant foil to the sweetness and love that Mochizo has for um for Tamako and that eventually Tamako returns to Mochizo and it's because like In the series, even, if you remember, it's like the the sequence where they're at the beach and they're trying to swim back and forth for a PE class or something like that. And Midori asks Tamako, just bluntly, like, do you love me? And Tamako's like, yes, of course I love you. But it's, for Midori, she knows that Tamako does not mean that in a romantic way, nor will she ever mean that in a romantic way. Um, And... That late in in the film, when uh, Tamako, it's like after Midori bumps into Mochizo uh, in the bathroom early on, and she says like, "Oh, well, you don't have the guts to tell her. You're not going to do it. When are you going to do it, right?" Um, and he pushes, and she pushes him to confess. Um, and like right after that, uh, she's, "Oh, I, I don't, I hate how a bad person I am."
0: And then Tamako and says. T- I I I, love, I like you enough for the both of
1: us. Not only that, I she doesn't use she doesn't in Japanese like the really powerful word for love is aishiteru, I believe. Right. It is. Uh, yeah, she she says I daisuke. don't think she says that. She she just says daisuki, which says also daisuke. is quite powerful. That's powerful. Yes. I, yes. It's not romantic. It's very much between a, an incredibly close friend. Poor mm-hmm. Midori. Here's the words I love you from Tamako. More than anyone any of the other characters. And yet, she is the she is the most hurt one of all of this, uh, even though she hears the thing that Mochizo desperately wants to hear, right? Mm-hmm. Um and that foil that that ca- that counter, that 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 play between those three characters uh, really lifts everything up.
0: I really think that she I mean, this is probably gonna sound a bit a bit dumb on my part. <laughs> okay. Uh Uh-huh. She is the star of the movie. Like she is the she is the she is the MVP. She is the one who, whether she meant to or not, she's the one who put a lot of things into motion.
1: Oh, definitely. And even at the end, right? Where she says, like, oh, I told a little white lie. I told Tamako that Mochizo was leaving forever, but really he's just going to visit and he'll be back, right? Like that push for Tamako was her final like gift romantically for Tamako, right? Uh, And yeah, she definitely is the one responsible for a lot of the movement of the film. Without her, Bouchizo would not have tried to confess to Tamako when he did. Um, It would have been like, what? Halfway or three quarters of the way through the film if she wasn't there. Mm -hmm. But we get that confession, like in the first quarter of the film, thereabouts. Yeah,
0: yeah. This, without Midori, this would not be called Tomiko Love Story. It would just be called Tomiko Story.
1: Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I completely agree with you on that. Even though it um, should have been
0: called Midori Love Story, but well, maybe, maybe, maybe I'll work for Kyoto Animation. I'll get that directed one day.
1: Oh, yeah. Or um, my uh, not-at-all-correct-but-slight-fan theory. I have two fan theories, actually. One, which I'm pretty sure is correct, and the other one, which I know isn't correct, but is fun to think about, is uh, that Kana uh Kana and Midori uh kind of have a start having a little thing and that's the thing i think that's like not correct even though like people can read into it and also Kana-chan definitely like the best fun character of the film she is like... hilarious i love her <laughs> yeah um but the other fan theory i have which is that Mochizo is the one who filmed all the he filmed the ending sequence during the uh series So that ending sequence is actually from his perspective. Um, It might be. And uh, thus at the end of the film, same thing. He's filming it for like a class basically, which is hilarious for me to think about because it's really meta where it's like you have a master film craftsman Yamada trying to impersonate a film student, Mochizo, who is an enthusiast and not really that great. So you get this really weird blend of like, oh, it's really amateur, but whoa is this like very thoughtfully put together yes Um.
0: (laughs) and like you just Um.
1: like you get you get
0: Yamada sans love and passion through Mochizo because the the ending movie the ending quote unquote movie that plays throughout the credits like that that is Mochizo's film Um, yes it was so sweet and also I have I just really I'm trying to figure. Out. I've been trying to figure it out. I didn't want to look it up. <laughs> the significance of apples.
1: Ah, so I will give you a hint, and because uh, I I haven't fully been able to explore it myself. A long time ago, on what during the first year of like the the R slash anime Reddit rewatch, the host, who I believe was Harry Tricks or something like that, um, the host put up the explanation for the apple, and the reference is in is to. Einstein actually uh, so the in the very beginning of the film there's a little quote that appears um, and I wish I wrote it down because I forgot what it was mm-hmm. um, but in fact you know what while I'm chatting I'm going to try to look this up um, but that quote is a direct quote from Einstein Okay. so if you so you basically have to find that quote and what Einstein was talking about and from there that is yet again this is why, like, everything works towards a particular goal and, like, or a particular theme. And there it could be either young, anxious, you know, anxiety for the future, or it could be young love or, um, you know, something like that. But Einstein is the reference. Or, sh- shoot. Shoot. I-, I shoved my foot in my mouth. It's not Einstein. People have probably been yelling at through their microphones at me. Like, it's not Einstein. It's Newton. Isaac Newton. Um, oh, with the apple that falls in a tree, and that's how he like you know figured out gravity in a way. Um, oh. Isaac Newton. My apologies, everyone has been yelling at me. I heard you through space and time, and uh, Isaac Newton. Isaac Newton is the reference. Um, but uh, yeah, that, that's the reference. Um, let's see Isaac Newton. Tama- Thank you, Google, for uh, <laughs> love story. We can cut this if you want, um, let's see uh, got it, so
0: what was what was it that that Newton said about that that was put in atomicical love story,
1: okay, um, by okay, so the quote was by always thinking unto them is the quote that uh the film begins with and then it fades into the apple right now
0: i get it okay okay
1: yeah you do i actually nice. do nice uh fate steel taylor by the way is is the uh guy who okay so um yep Dude, okay. that's like
0: that's like low key almost like fully cool Where it's just like you got to swing the bat
1: yeah kind of yes uh let's see uh he res- ah so okay When Isaac Newton, the father of many a scientific principle, was asked how he came up with his brilliant theories, he responded with by always thinking unto them. Um, And so if you start to wrap your brain around that and also the reference of the apple, right, with gravity, Mm -hmm. um, there's a lot to get from just that reference. And thinking about that through the story of Tamako, you could – Look for any of you who are in like a masters or like in college or something like that. If you want an essay that will for sure get an A plus, there you go. I just gave you your uh your basis. And I, uh, I wish
0: I wish I had done this series while I was still in my master's program. That would have been amazing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that could have been really fun. Anyways, so that's what the apple is about. Um, that's great. Act. That's uh, thank
0: you for thank you for telling me that that that's really that adds another layer to this. But not, Naoko Yamada is amazing. Tamako yeah. Love Story is one of the greatest Kyoani films. I I I did Ooh. I did a very I did a very short episode. Um by the time this comes out, I don't know if it will have released or not. It's very short. it was about the disappearance of Harihi Suzumiya. Um okay. there that movie is ridiculously long, and I was like, I'm not getting into Anything this episode is purely to tell you to go see it, and it's it's amazing. It's an amazing film. Yeah, uh, Violet Evergarden, um, Eternity in the Auto Memory Doll, amazing. A silent voice. Uh, okay, maybe a silent voice. All three or four Yamada films. I mean, I, again, I haven't seen K on the movie, but if Yamada touches a Kyo Annie work, it's near perfection. If it's not perfect,
1: right? Can we agree on that? absolutely absolutely and it's daring right it, she's bold with she her decisions she is
0: bold but adding that newton quote like knowing knowing that and having that apple be there but also like we've been talking about the 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 things about like um like filmmaking and of course we've been talking about like color theory and sound and i mean that's not even just getting into how some of the well not some of all the comedy the comedy just works it hits it yeah. hits but it it's not overbearing like she knows when and where to place comedy which it's not something that many anime do well i mean I've talked about um shows like Air and Kanon which mm-hmm. they have their comical moments but they don't always they don't always always work. Yeah. That but with with Yamada with Yamada-san they just uh, she she hits and I'm so distressed when I see that some of her works are like lower on like my anime list or any list cuz i'm like do you do all <laughs> not see what this woman has done like this and what
1: she will do and what in she the will future do,
0: i have a very high opinion and like i but during this recording i know she has a film coming out with science saru and i think she has i think she had one that was already is already coming out um so i think she has two projects coming out but um I am just so excited to see what this woman does next. She is incredible. I mean, I watched Tomico Love Story once about a year ago. And it was months after seeing Tomiko Market. But watching it again, like I said, I I have never, and I like I counted how many times I've cried at a silent voice. The most I got to was like seven. That's but pretty good, I, though. But I have never consistently cried throughout a movie for 30 minutes the last 30 minutes of the film and then 10 minutes after That's never happened to me I've never cried for almost an hour straight because of a movie and I was so tired afterwards
1: yes and I so I think to like to kind of touch on that uh for for me when I start crying I'm going to be curious if it's the same for you the moment i start crying in tamako love market right is when um she is listening to her dad's um uh, song that he did for uh yes! for, for her mom and then and then like the the tape flips and it goes to the b side and what's on the b side her mom her mom's singing responds. yes and it's the exact same situation she her mom fled uh her dad cuz she didn't know what was going on right and through, through time and space, she reached out to Tamako and said, don't worry, like, um, I have you, like, I, I love you, and let me help you, right? And uh, that moment right there, when she starts to sing uh, to the theme of Twinkle, Twinkle Little Star, um, that's when I start crying. And I wonder, is it the
0: same for you? Yeah, and it just didn't stop because things just kept progressing, like, the show, the Baton, yes. the Baton show. When she finally caught it, I—I I mean, she was she was doing her thing throughout that entire show, and then she caught it, and I'm just, I'm a mess. Oh yeah, yeah, I me too. A mess <laughs> throughout that entire show, and I'm like, why am I still crying? Yes. Like, why am I still crying? This is, it, it's so great because it's such a wholesome movie, and I mean, the, Do, the oh yeah.
1: To, to briefly tell the audience these are not tears of sadness, at least no. they're not for me these are these are tears of like relief and joy and like um uh you maybe not euphoria, but like they're they're a big release, you know, and it's uh not sadness, you know like I'm not sad, I'm overwhelmed with emotions uh and that's what Yamada i think really nails on the head is and, the emotional aspect of humanity and that. Goes
0: perfectly with what you said at the beginning. You said that this film was intense, but not intense. What what makes this film so quote unquote intense is not the subject matter, but what it invokes.
1: Yeah, and also between the two characters, like young love, is very intense. Yeah,
0: what I mean is like what it what it brings out of the audience.
1: Oh, definitely. Yes, Especially absolutely. because,
0: if, if you don't mind me saying, you're thir- 31, 32?
1: 32, yes. You're 32, I'm 25. We've, we've been there. Yeah, I remember my first love and first rejection. Uh, And by the way, the rejection side for Mochizo and his depiction and all of that, brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Like, it was very realistic. Every single thing that he did afterwards, I was like, I could totally see myself as like a 16, 17, 18 year old boy. Having been first rejected from my first love, that's how I would have acted as a dorky person who's lost. I don't know, like my whole life revolved my whole life revolved around loving this girl, and she doesn't love me anymore. like, oh, how do I move forward right? And like I was there, you yeah. were there,
0: yes, and, and that like, goes back to what I was saying about this movie being so grounded like it's relatable, yeah, I mean, people say stuff like anime is not for kids. I mean, this this anime is very kid-friendly, but when people say stuff like anime is not for kids, like it's very grown-up-centric, it's because stuff like this hits us so hard.
1: Yeah. Or, like, or the other way, conversely, very, like where, where people say, like, oh, anime is only for kids because it's a cartoon. And you're like, no, it isn't. Like, this is, this is layered.
0: This is layered. Yeah. This
1: is nuanced.
0: This is deep. But it just has the added benefit of being so happy friendly and relatable and it's just it's a perfect perfect example of how kyoto animation uses film to finish their series as opposed to second seasons except for i don't know what they're going to do with um euphonium but i mean they even did it with Bree. they did it with violet evergarden they did it with Mm -hmm. beyond the boundary like There are so many examples, and of course Haruhi Suzumiya, but there are so many examples of this, but dare I say, this is probably the second best conclusion to a series that we got because Violet Evergarden, the movie, is just a masterpiece.
1: Oh yeah, definitely. We could spend hours talking about that. (laughs) Yes.
0: And I mean, the, the, the final shot, the final frame, just...
1: Ah, yeah, the secret, quote unquote, secret, right? Like, yeah, I,
0: I. Oh man, I screamed in the theater, and I had to pee so bad. <laughs> yeah, me too. Something, something <laughs> told me to stay, and I stayed. But I, I regret not finding this series, Tomiko Marketing and Tomiko Love Story, sooner because this is something that I would have loved to have seen on the big screen.
1: Absolutely, yeah, and uh, I think. um it's possible that they might do re- reruns because they're dealing with the Ghibli films. Uh, I, anyways, I'm trying to delude myself into the uh, fantasy that uh Liz and the Bluebird and Tamako Love Story will be played again on the big screen because I think that's really where Yamada shines is on the big screen.
0: Oh my God. If we could, wait, we should start a petition to get um Eleven Arts to play Liz and the Bluebird again because they did a five-year anniversary for a silent voice. Oh,
1: perfect. Ah, yeah. So uh, or one of us could strike it incredibly rich and we'll rent out a whole theater and watch Liz and the Bluebird and Tamako Love Story. Uh, I, that I would will,
0: be I would gladly do that.
1: Yeah. I've got you in mind whenever I strike it rich. we will. Thank, thank you. <laughs> we'll, we'll figure that out. Um, I do think uh, I, I, I very quickly before we get too much. I know I'm like suddenly breaking and like changing directions slightly, but I'll get back onto direction in a second. I have to, I have to do a quick shout out to Mochizo's friends in the film club. Oh, what? What absolute bros! Chads to the max. Yeah, like, and, and this is where the femininity, the feminine touch comes through. Like, even though they're boys, and like, they are so kind with each other, right? Like, even when they're joking around and horsing around and such, like, remember when when like they're joking around, like, oh, you'll be my best friend or whatever, and then they start being like, oh, I got you, right? And then Tamako comes in and says, like, oh, Mojizo, we're going now, right? Um, and then they tell him, like, look, man, whatever happens, you come to school tomorrow, and I'll see you there, right? And it's just like, man, what a wholesome, and this is the word, with all Yamada's works, this is the one word that I think about every single time. And it never fails me to astound me with how closely she keeps this to her heart. Mm-hmm. Um, and in this film in particular is sin- the sincerity. I know we talked about sincerity a lot in the mm-hmm. tea chat. Mm-hmm. Um, and here you see that in all over the place, the sincerity of everything. And it's Absolutely. not just through the characters it's through like the bold decision of the camera movements it's sincere because there are a lot of them are handheld, right? Yes. 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 I was going to mention that. Yeah. It adds that level of authenticity and thus sincerity to the whole thing. So she's framing everything in, in this sincere and passionate way. What is she framing? She's framing young love and anxiety about the future. These are the two things. And Mm -hmm. this film shows that so perfectly. Um, and all these little details that we've been chatting about really that's that's it it's that big thing and everything else funnels towards that and yeah i mean my god i i feel like you were going to say something about the uh, the the film bros
0: <laughs> no just they they are chads to the max they are the the best friends for any young boy to have
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. I totally agree with you. Like, <laughs> you said
0: something. The, the last thing I was going to mention, well, I was going to mention two things before I uh, sure, before yeah. I stopped. But you you mentioned one of the things I was going to talk about, which is the camera movement. Like, you were talking about the handheld um, camera movements at times, which always went with the feelings of anxiety and uncertainty. And I just thought that was such an amazing touch. I mean, yeah to see that in an anime.
1: Rare. It's very rare.
0: Very rare. Like, they're like, you know, you get static shots, wide shots, all sorts of things, but like you, you hardly ever get things like that. And especially in a way that like it, like there are shaky cams in anime, but like not to the effect in which they were done in Tomoko love story. Right. I mean, I was, I, <laughs> I this is going to sound a bit jocular uh, that uh-huh. it, it was, it was built different. Like that yeah. camera was like, I am built different. And I was like, yes, you are.
1: So here's an interesting thing. I I always feel with Yamada-san's works, um, her medium is not anime. Her medium is film, mm. right? And so she herself is a – I would love to see, by the way, her pictures that she takes for herself and practices with. Um, I would love to see her portfolio of that. But film, cinematography, she's a huge classic film buff, apparently. Um, Like we're talking black and white films and all that, um, avant-garde films. She's a huge buff. And so – anime is simply the drawing and it's 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 simply the uh subject matter that she films that's how she approaches this um that's what makes her work so unique and it's what made tamako love story so incredible and refreshing to watch um you have seen so much anime uh, right <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> by this point <laughs> yeah a lot <laughs> uh, and i've seen a decent amount as well um her, this was such a refreshing take on the medium, and I think her influence is still being felt to this day and will continue to be felt for a long time. Um, and uh, it's gonna be really interesting. Um, I don't know if we touched on because before our chat, uh, I'm, I'll, I'll be wrapping things up pretty, pretty quick, not quickly, I'll try. Uh, so <laughs> uh, but the whole thing about the crying thing, yeah. um, you had mentioned uh, before if you don't mind me saying yeah go uh, ahead, go ahead. Where, where it's like oh like am i just undeveloped or like am i not old enough to get this or like why why do i feel this way and what what makes me cry in the film is twofold one it's kind of a cheap shot right where it's like <laughs> it's like Tamako's mom, who died, is like telling her from the grave, li- almost literally, like, oh, like, this is what happened to me, and don't worry, you'll be fine. You should just go tell Mochizo. She- right then and there is when Tamako finally understood. She reoriented her whole world in that instant. And it was just like, everything makes sense now, right? I love Mochizo as much as I love Mochi, right? Mm-hmm. And her old love of Mochi came back, and her new love with Mochizo now will blossom going forward. And it's also in that moment when she says several things. One, she can go back to work. Um, Two, she can catch the baton Mm -hmm. in the the baton uh, scene uh, that they do in the competition. Because throughout the whole film, that's a thing that she is failing with, is to catch something. And at the very, 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 very beginning, we see her failing to catch the cup. I was that was the last thing I was gonna say, yes, and so we come full circle from beginning to end, right um she in that moment when she hears her mom, everything clicks, and that is the moment when she can catch the cup that Mochiso throws to her and it's also a cheap shot because it's very it's very obvious, but I love how obvious it is it's not a complicated um um it's not a complicated trick, you know it's just. Uh, it's, it's, putting side by, it's putting side by side Mochizo's love and him throwing the cup. He's throwing his love to Tamako. Tamako mm-hmm. can never catch it because she doesn't understand what love is until the end when her mom says, you know, I love you to Mamidai, And uh, then she understands what love is. Mm-hmm. And now she can catch the love that Mochizo throws to her. Mm-hmm. Now she catches the cup and says, I love you. With an all-black screen because that's the only thing that's important, right?
0: Exactly. Yes, yes. That was the last thing I was going to say. That and then when it just comes back for a second and Mochizo starts crying, I was like, "This, this is the best ending ever." <laughs>
1: yeah. What a weird, but what a absolutely brilliant ending to a film. Uh, I can't see it ended any other way, honestly. Um, like that yeah. one
0: simple, that one simple shot back was so incredible. Because it also showed I mean mochizo was never afraid to be vulnerable, but this really showed a young man who consistently wore his emotions on his sleeve, like they were never yeah. they were never malicious, they were never malicious. Mochizo never walked around with a chip on his shoulder, right, but to see him. You know break down, tear up, start to cry at the end after finally hearing what he wanted to hear all these years that that was just so that was so great um i i truly i truly love tomico love story
1: so absolutely
0: and that that's that's really all I have to say.
1: Yeah, they say that um, uh, a picture is worth a thousand words. Mm-hmm. Well, the last two shots of Tamako love story are in themselves worth at least 10,000 words. And the film is worth an uncountable amount of words, if you ask me. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, same here, man. Uh, it was an absolute pleasure to just gush about this film yes Yes. honestly yes
0: i gotta tell you this was more fun like i love doing the tea room with you but this one was way more fun
1: (laughs) this one was really fun we just we really just let it out and oh my god it was it was brilliant thank you so much for having me on of course thank you
0: thank you miles for coming on and miles you uh, if you're this, this so this is being recorded in december of 2022 um i i put out an episode um that will be coming out at the end of the year about how the start to where I'm at now, the um, celebration of Kyoto animation has been quite the emotional and mental journey, how things are going to like sound very different as time progresses. Mm -hmm. Um, There's going to be like some moments of like erratic, There's going to be like really happy, really scared, like really slowed down reactions. And I'm just like preparing. I was I was doing my best to prepare people for that. Um, But like right now, this is the latest episode to be recorded December 2022. And I'm just so glad that we were able to do this and that I was just in such a great state of mind to do so with you and um whenever this gets released i'm hoping but i'm not pressuring you i just want (laughs) i wanted i wanted you to be able to plug your youtube channel
1: oh yeah um thank you by the way um yeah i'm trying to start up this little crazy project of mine Uh, i think i talked about it in the tea room as well at the end Mm -hmm. awkwardly but i did uh Mm -hmm. But the idea of the project is to talk about the film, the Liz and the Bluebird, in its entirety, um, almost shot by shot. Um, and uh, the name of my channel is Miles Deep in Anime. And uh, my hope is that by the time this releases, I will have at least uh, s- uh, scene one. Uh, scene one ends when uh, right before um, Mizore st- is seen walking towards the steps. So Mm -hmm. it's about a minute and a half long. Um, I'm going to be talking about 10 minutes. Like I said, this is a crazy project. I don't expect a lot of people to watch it, but if you're interested in this, if you were interested in this talk uh, about uh, Tamaka Love Story, a lot of things to talk about will be talked there too. Um, Would love to see you there. If not, cool. I hope you enjoyed this at least, because this (laughs) was a lot of fun for both me and and Cameron. This was a lot of fun.
0: Yes. Well, If you'd like to follow me, you can do so on Instagram at AnimeAlphaGoat. And if you'd like to, you can email me recommendations at ouranimehome at gmail.com. And if you want to support what I'm doing, then please consider donating to the Patreon. We've got a nice little anime family growing, which Miles is actually a part of. And he's amazing to talk to about anime and life totally he's just great i love i love having you in there so thank you it's a great
1: fun yeah thank you
0: so if you want to join us it would be great um and of course you get a patron exclusive episode every month and it's, it's it's a great time so thank you again miles for joining me uh thank you all for listening
1: and we are out